So just in case any of you are wondering, we were just having a conversation about this before I hit the record button. And when Smitty and I are alone, they are the best podcasts. Oh, yeah. Do you think so? Like truly in your heart, do you think so? Yeah. Because Matt and Smitty are listening right now. I mean, go back and listen to the uh, the Cam and Kyle episode. That's true. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was also Cam and Kyle. They helped because they're funny. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> We've got well, a guest today. We do have a guest today. So it's obviously me and Smitty because I already said it. But Smitty, who is our guest? Our guest today is the wonderful man of many soccer positions, <laughs> Sean Hofstetter. Welcome. Yes. Thank you for having me. The Hoff. The Hoff. Have you ever had Hoff sauce? I did. Okay, um, good. It's it's not bad. Okay, cool. It's not I bad. just the name correlation just hit me. I don't know why. I didn't know how to <laughs> it think about it that. took that this long. Yeah, you know me. I didn't know how to say the word subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle. I did say that one time, uh, but my wife wouldn't. Uh, she would definitely believe you. Okay, so we're gonna go through the normal roundup. We have a few important questions at the end, and then we have some that kind of like just chop it up and okay. go away from the general soccer. Um, things so people can really get to know you. But first, where are you from and uh, where'd you grow up? All right, so I'm a military family. I grew up in Eglin Air Force Base. It's about an hour from Pensacola, but I say Pensacola because that's where I went to school and grew up playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I got lucky with my dad. He got stationed on one base, and then 14 years later, he got stationed to a base 10 minutes down the road. So I was I wasn't that military kid who had to move from state to state, gotcha, city lucky. city. So I got lucky. Yeah. What was the other base? Two two bases. So it's uh, Eglin Air Force Base and Herbert. So they're literally like fifteen minutes from gotcha. each other. Gotcha. My grandpa That's was at an Air Force Base not far from Mexico Beach, in between uh, Apalachicola and Mexico Beach. If you know where that is, I have family all up and down the Panhandle. I'm trying to think. Is um, it Tyndall? Tyndall. Yeah. Yeah. Tyndall Air Force Base. Yeah. My grandfather was there. My he was originally from Michigan, but. So my dad grew up in North Florida. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. my dad's been there a couple times just to work on a couple planes. Gotcha. Cool. Well, uh, where did you play? Like, so you 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 played youth soccer growing up there, right? Yeah. So it's uh, Pensacola FC. Um, basically, they've changed their name so many times, and they spon- got sponsored by Dallas Texans. So it's weird. So mm-hmm. they're like called DTF Dallas Dallas Texans Floridians. It was kind of yeah. weird. DTF. I, that's <laughs> not the best uh, yeah. acronym. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So everyone <laughs> looked at us, and our our logo just had the DTF. It's a little weird, but yeah, I grew up playing for them pretty much my whole life. And then I jumped to a team in Navarre, which is closer to where I live. Yeah. Navarre United. But basically I was playing in Pensacola for my whole career. Yeah. And when we had a uh, a women's team, we played the, the Florida Texans. Yeah. Yeah. The Pen- you guys played the Pensacola FC girls, right? Dude, yes. And there mm-hmm. was that one girl who plays for an African national team that scored yeah, she's so five. Yeah. I yeah. know who you're Dude, talking about. She was Nasty. amazing. She's like fast. that's one of the best individual athletic performances I've ever witnessed in person. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. had actually a lot of good players go to that team. I know one of the girls right now, I think her name's Hannah Godfrey. She's playing for Tottenham. The girls. Oh wow. Yeah. So I mean Kemp, who's their coach there, he knows how to recruit some girls there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy. Um, how old were you when you started playing? Uh, probably just like every other soccer player, like five or six. But okay. I started, that was just rec league. I mean, I was just playing on base, so it mm-hmm. wasn't really challenging. But when I got to nine or ten years old, I had a buddy who grew up on base with me, and he went to the travel side and went to travel ball select. So he talked to my dad, and my dad gave me a try. Well, we went to the tryout and actually made the team, and then that's where I kind of just stuck with travel ball. 
Okay, nice. Do you have any siblings? Yep, I have an older brother and older sister. Okay, did they, did play, they play? Yeah, actually, my sister did. Uh, she played soccer the most, but my brother was the other sport dude. He played the football, the basketball, and the baseball. Gotcha. And, Do you yeah. play other sports as well? Yeah, I played them all. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, uh, baseball is probably my favorite. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, your precursor a question that we'll uh, we'll ask you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the same though. I I. I played a, a weird trio of sports, although I lo- love every sport. But yeah. I, I played soccer, and then I played ice hockey, and I played baseball. That's the one sport I wanted to play. My dad wanted me to play because he grew up in New York. He said huh. hockey's the best sport he's ever played. It was awesome, man. I just uh, I got pretty scrappy. That's one thing I definitely gained from it. So I played every sport except soccer growing up. Did you? Like I started playing soccer at 31, which isn't a great idea <laughs> if you look at my knees. And, and lack of ligaments. That's but. very true. As you wear a brace currently right now. I know. So after Academy, you started moving up and you went to West Florida, we know, but was there anything in between where you were in West Florida? No. Was it like, did you play high school ball? Yeah, or? I played okay. high school ball yeah. in the panhandle, but I always talked to Bill because Bill's from Pensacola, so he's, right. well, he's from Tennessee, but. Shout out watched, Coach Elliott. Yeah, yep. he's watched Shout me. He's watched me probably since I've. 13, 14. So he knew about me, me and my buddy actually, who got me on the tryout. Um, but I mean, soccer, there's not the biggest in the panhandle yeah. compared to South Florida. I mean, those players down there are just a different breed. Right. Um, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, cause what was high school soccer? Like, cause I've been to a high school soccer game in Miami. Oh, those, and it was, it was epic. Yeah. Those guys are different. My high school actually was pretty good. Um, we ended up going to the state final my junior year losing and then going back our senior year and winning the state final oh, for three nice. years. So oh, wow. We were actually pretty good, but high school up there's, I mean, some of those high schools, half their players are baseball and football players who it's just different. want to play another sport. Yeah, like I played hockey yeah. in Tennessee. If we had gone to Boston or New York or even like like parts of Virginia, we Some place that's cold. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Where people where it's a more, you know, normal sport. But... Um, so you went to West Florida. How were your four years there playing under, uh, Bill? It was good. So actually my first year, I was supposed to go my freshman year. I ended up going to a JUCO in Albany, Georgia, Darton mm-hmm. State. Um, and then I still kept in touch with Bill cause the coach there actually went to my high school and was best friends with Bill or he knew. So he sent okay. him a lot of players. So I played one semester there. I was going to end up playing two actually, but then he got a new job at Daytona State. So he talked to me, brought me in. He said, you can either come with me to Daytona or I'll send you to Bill. And, I mean, I was going to be close to home, so I was like, Bill, mm-hmm. I want to come play. So that even that spring of 2016, I transferred and then played my next three years there. Gotcha. So funny. All, all Benny. The, uh, we would talk about other places in Georgia being the middle of nowhere. All Benny. As people say it, as from there, that is the actual middle of nowhere. Yeah, it yeah. was. It wasn't fun. It wasn't <laughs> super hot, like, no breeze. Yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> That's like every JUCO ever. They're yep. just in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Just have a sports team. That's it. Um, so you then you went to West Florida with Bill. So you played for three years? Yeah, it was it was a bumpy start. Uh, I got there, had a good spring. They allowed me to play in the spring. And then that fall, it was actually our last preseason practice before we went on a cruise to play some teams international and that last practice we had a two a day i ended up tearing my mco and pco oh no yeah i had a grade two tear in both so that wow. took me out the whole season yeah and then 
I mean, I had to grind back, and then the next year, I get four or five games in, and then tear my meniscus on my other knee. So Jeez. I was pretty much out for two seasons in a row. What kind Man. of tear on your meniscus? It was just a clean cut. I had to get oh surgery. Like, well, what happened was, it happened in a West Alabama game. It was like my fourth game, and they didn't think it was a tear, so they did some testing outside. Uh, with my trainer and he's like you look good so I ended up playing the next two games mm. with a brace on and then he's like look we're gonna get you an MRI just mm-hmm. just to check and then it ended up coming back I had two tears in my meniscus and just to, to be g- safe even though you already played, played two games yeah exactly right. yeah <laughs> already played two games and then I mean the, the doc came in he's like we'll get you surgery scheduled next week so Man. it was it was rough how long did it take you to recover from all that um the first tear was about Four months, but the meniscus, I would I would say about the same, actually. Um, I think with my first tear, it came back stronger in that knee for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just the physical therapy, but the meniscus was a little rough just because your joints are just going back and forth, especially running. But luckily, we had grass, unlike Finley. Yeah. And I could still feel it a little bit. Dude, imagine Finley, but even worse. The old the old turf that was there before the turf oh. that you guys are playing on now mm-hmm. was atrocious. It was awful. It was it's like I can't believe we played a La Liga team on it. <laughs> Still to this day, that's that's maybe the worst pitch they've ever played on as a professional. Um, for sure. So, um, was Juan involved at West Florida while you were there? Because I knew we we knew he did he go back to get he went back to finish a degree or or do something then he go to school yep. and then he, he helped got you his guys masters out. he was yeah. our he was my ga the first two years i was there so that spring awesome. was his first spring i think so I, I i got really close with Wong. that's cool yeah he's all right he's, <laughs> he's the best <laughs> he is man what a good guy no that's awesome um so we'll bring that back up in a minute but so you you did three years there and then you're out of school and you're are you are you getting out of school going, all right, I'm about to play professional soccer? No, not at all. So with that first year, I had a redshirt year. So right. my senior year was the 2018 year. But I talked to Coach Bill, and he wanted me to just come back and use my redshirt year. He's like, I want you to play for me again because I know we'll have a good team, and he wants to win the conference. So I, said, yeah. so I was debating because I got an internship, um, and then I kind of wanted to look for jobs. Uh, cause soccer wasn't really in the back of my mind. I had a good year, my 2018, my senior year, but I mean, he kept calling me and we were talking back and forth. And then, I mean, it was like probably uh, they're already a week in preseason. And I gave him a call. I was like, look, I'll come back for my senior year. Well, my fifth year in play. So I played that. And then that's when I thought I was going to be done. I was like, I'm going to hang up the boots. And then Fuller reached out. Me and him talked, and then that's when the huge invitation where mm-hmm. me, Cutler, and a couple of the players came. And then, I mean, that's all she wrote from there, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. I did well there, and then now I'm here. It's a, that That's some of my favorite stories to hear about is how people ended up at CFC because it shows, especially in soccer, how important networking is because there's so many players. Um, so just, you know, going Staying connecting and, and knowing who players are and knowing when they're playing so that you can evaluate them slash give them a chance yeah it really is it's it's a running theme for us every time we have somebody come Mm -hmm. on here there's never been there's never a clean cut answer Mm -hmm. to that there's always like well and Mm -hmm. then they go off a little bit on the the story thought this was this would be a good place to play it's never that it's like somebody (laughs) new fuller jeremy (laughs) or someone yep um so 
What did you what did you end up graduating? What was your degree? Uh, business management. Okay. What kind of job were you going to do? Um, so basically I had an internship. I was working with Enterprise. Um, and then once I got done with that, I was looking to get, had connections with my dad's buddies. So I was going to mm-hmm. try to talk to them and see if I can get into contracting and try to be still with the military kind of because mm-hmm. um, actually when I got to college, I joined ROTC, which is the ROTC yep. for the Air Force. So my dad, my brother, and my sister in the Air Force. So basically, growing up, everyone's like, "When when are you gonna go? It's your turn." So I joke around, say, "I kind of want to play professional soccer," but in the back of my mind, I was like, "The military's. I mean, I've been around it my whole life." So I was like, "I'll look into it." And then once I got to UWF, I joined ROTC. I mean, it's a four-year program. They let me fast track, so I was three years in, and then so. My freshman and sophomore year, I did it. And then in between your sophomore and junior year, you kind of go to a field training for officers for the Air Force. So I did that, did well, graduated, came back. And then that's when I tore my meniscus. So that Christmas break, I get a call from my cadre, which is my captain. She says, Mm -hmm. Hoff, can you come in? I said, yeah, for sure. I get in and she's like, you've been medically disqualified because your knees. So yeah, that. I mean, that was like a shot to my heart because I called my dad. And obviously, he's disappointed because they thought I was going to go in the military. Yeah. And I had all those goals. But, I mean, it's just crazy to look back. And, like, when I got to UWF, professional soccer wasn't on my mind. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit. It's like, ooh, that would be the dream. But, in reality, going to UWF and then competing with all these Division One players and being a small D2, well, big D2, but just coming out of D2 to go professional is a lot harder than being D1 and having the connection, especially if you go to big schools. Mm-hmm. So it was it was challenging. Um, that's, that's crazy because most people who come on this podcast or a lot of soccer players say, soccer was the dream, but I had a plan B. Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of like soccer was almost your plan B sort of in a way. Yeah, it was, to be honest. It was. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I was I was heavy into the Air Force. I, yeah. That was, that was the goal. I wanted to become an officer and go in just like my sister, but... I mean, stuff happens, and I mean, two knee injuries, and obviously they said you can fight it and take more tests and stuff like that, but I just, I mean, I was just shut down, Mm -hmm. and then talked to Bill, and then that's when he brought up Fuller in my early years. I never Mm -hmm. really talked to him until I got here, but, and then I already knew, even just beginning of coming out, well, coming my freshman year at UWF, I knew about Chattanooga FC because of Bill Elliott. Yeah. So you go in his office and there's nothing but pictures, especially the big picture when they play in the national championship mm-hmm. and the whole stadium's filled. He's like, "Do you want to play there one day?" And I mean, it's it was it was definitely challenging, but um, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, I, awesome. w- I wonder how many people have been recruited based off of that picture. That picture and then like videos that are put together were like forty percent of it is from that game. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it's insane. <laughs> It's a good, it's a good strategy, man. I was there. I was the, yeah, one of the craziest, cra- I mean, biggest crowd besides like a, um, whenever the English and German and other teams come yeah. to the U.S. and you go see them. Mm-hmm. And the, I forget the name of the competition that Owen used to, to work for the International Champions Cup. Yeah, International Champions Cup. Well, yeah. So you've had this. We're now entering your second season at CFC. Obviously, last year was not the the year we expected. But how was your how was your first year? You know, especially with the reality of what the year was versus what you were expecting. Um, it was. I mean, it was definitely challenging. Uh, for me, 
um, it was a lot harder than I would say some of the players just because I was one of the first cases of COVID mm-hmm. and I had all the symptoms. So, and beginning of the summer when we got back and we started preseason, we played the Independence Cup. Well, I had an ankle problem, so I didn't play any game. So, I mean, that was hard because obviously I want to play with the guys and yeah. I'm glad we came out with the, the trophy, but when we started getting in to get ready for fall season, I think it was that August, I tested positive for COVID and I had all the symptoms. I mean, mm-hmm. I had the sore throat. I was had the sweats at night. I had no energy. I was just drained. It's awful. But so I had to fight that. And with that, the false positives and false negatives, I just kept getting positives and positives. So I couldn't come back. So, I mean, I missed the Detroit game. I missed the Michigan game. And then we had the bye week. And then that bye week, when I started training again, I think it was my first session back, I broke my nose from Ray Lee. Yeah. yeah. So I broke Jeez. my nose. So that took me out. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Ray Lee. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I was supposed to get surgery, and I was I, I was supposed to be done for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. I want to play the bubble, but um, things happened with the surgery, and I ended up not getting it. So we started training, and I was supposed to wear a mask the first game when I came back, which mm-hmm. was the Cosmos game, but... I mean, I wasn't going to play with the mask. I'd rather someone hit me again than play with that because you can't see out of it. But, I mean, it was was a rough start for me Mm because I never got into a rhythm with the guys and playing and just staying fit. It was come back, ankle problem, COVID, broken nose, and then now we're going into the bubble already. So Mm -hmm. I would say it was I had to battle a couple things, especially mentally. It's just like, right. I mean, I talked to a couple players, and they know it's just, I mean, I wanted to give up. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this is just soccer. My body, I've gone through so many injuries through college, and now this is just like, is this a sign? Like, do I need to give up? But I ended up talking to Fuller. He always called me just to check up. And then my girlfriend here, obviously, she supports me, and she said, I keep going, and my family back home. So, I mean, I gave it a shot, came back, and, I mean, it was it was fun. But it was definitely not the season I was expecting signing before signing the CFC. Mm-hmm. Like, you come here. Everyone knows the fans. That's the biggest thing is the community. So you come here being hyped up for the games, knowing that the Chattahooligans and the whole community is around you. And then the COVID hits, and then I come back, and then just that chain of events just destroyed me yeah, back and forth. That's rough. How good did that goal um, in the bubble feel? Because you scored the first, first one against one. L.A., right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how good did that feel coming through all of what you just described yeah. to us, coming into a, a, a meaningful tournament game and scoring a goal? Yeah. It, I mean, it was incredible. I, I was kind of shocked. To be mm-hmm. honest, uh, just the feelings, man. It was just, this is where I want to be. This is why, this is why yeah. I signed the CFC. Yeah, it was so. perfect too. And then, did you get hurt on the header, or was it before? It was, it was a run. I forgot who sent it to me, but it was on the next run when I was playing striker. But it was like a little tweak, but it wasn't nothing serious. Mm-hmm. But I told Coach Bill and Coach Fuller, and they were like, obviously with the bubble, and we have a game three days later. Let's. I mean, just keep an eye on it. So they ended mm-hmm. up taking me out, but I mean, the team pulled together. So yeah, it would it it would have had to have been tough because it was your season was such a start stop season. Exactly, and like you said, just overcoming a lot of adversity and then a lot of games, and I'm sure a lot of pra- I'm sure the practice wasn't easy uh, either. It, no, I was to be honest, Fuller knows. I, I mean, I wasn't fully game fit for any of the season just because mm-hmm. it was just like you said, start stop start stop. Like my body was just. It was just going through so much. How can you be, right? Yeah. Well, there's only so much small lifting and, like, 
other kind of workouts that you can get in that are not going to prepare you to run mm-hmm. <clears throat> for 90 minutes. Exactly. So, I mean, you can run, even if you, I was trying to run on my own when I had like, when I was done with COVID, but I was still testing positive, but nothing's going to beat playing actual mm-hmm. practices or playing in a game. The game shape is just way different. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Cause one of my favorite things about playing soccer is running and having something to focus on and mm-hmm. not like if I just run to run, I'm like, Oh, this sucks. But yeah. if I'm playing soccer, Hey, this is great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you've been, so you started playing when you were five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how has, how's American soccer changed since you started playing to, to where we are now? Um, I would say it's changed tremendously just with everything. Like I said, in the panhandle and what, Panhandle wasn't that big, but I mean, later on in the years, you have these DAs, these academies mm-hmm. of forming, mm-hmm. and you got all these players going there. And rest in peace, DA. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, for, it doesn't exist anymore, right? For most of those teams, like I mean, you know, IMG and all that. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, if you're not top class and they know recruit, you got to pay big bucks to go to schools and academies like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I wasn't gonna pay. I didn't want my dad to pay that money to for me to go to a school like that. So. I just think, I don't know, I mean, it's still changing. There's so much talent in the U.S., but I feel like for some players that are very talented that just don't have the money, they don't have the same mm-hmm. opportunities, I feel. But, I mean, that's changing. But it's, I mean, there's there's so many academies out there, and I feel like if you go to an academy and that's on your resume, it just looks way better than you playing, like, for like a team in the panhandle mm-hmm. versus a team down south. Like if you're playing for IMG, even though you're not the best player, mm-hmm. I mean, you play it matters. Five. Yeah, it matters. Yeah. Exactly. It's like being a high school basketball player and playing for Oak Hill yeah, or exactly. something like that versus, you know, whatever. Yeah. Dunk high school. You I had a from. friend, I had a friend I went to high school with that left my high school, and went to Oak Hill. That's insane. <clears throat> Just sat, sat on the bench the whole time though. Um, but it was still cool. Like to watch him on ESPN. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're see on, him on ESPN. There. And I know you kind of, <clears throat> you said you have a, a business degree and so you think critically often when you're using your business degree or anybody in business does do you think there's do you have some kind of way that you think we could fight that difficult situation that used to exist like with the with the money specifically i guess from my Mm -hmm. end because that's what everybody really talks about is how expensive it is to get some notoriety you know yeah i mean i I have no solution i feel like it's just everything's just so much nowadays with just politics mm-hmm. and, and yeah. it's just everything's evolved around money yep so like if that's the that's the problem yeah it is and i don't see it changing for a while that's i mean it's just hard to say or come up with a solution if you don't if you're not like a rich man or something like it's i don't see the soccer changing that much yet yeah which is crazy because in this city there is an insane amount of diversity Mm-hmm. And kids who really have a ton of potential, and I've seen them with my own eyes. And some there's that there's that divide there, and and people try to 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 cross those lines and integrate a little bit, but it's still like the way it's formed is it's it's a business. So you still have to run that business, and I love that we're trying to kind of like break that mold and figure mm-hmm. out like what can we do yeah, exactly. to kind of like bridge this gap a little bit more. So yeah, so do you, do you like that side of CFC, like that yeah, aspect of CFC for sure. I mean, it's it's giving the same opportunities to everyone, kind of, because I mean, I mean, there's so many talented players out there that just don't have the money, and they don't get the same opportunities with people that do have money. So it's it's definitely awesome for CFC to kind of go towards that. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, I I love the and that I moved back to Chattanooga um, where I was working in South Georgia. I moved there for my job. Um, then I had other opportunities. Could have moved anywhere. I came back to Chattanooga for CFC because, like, I get I get a ton of enjoyment just from being associated with something that's so community focused. And of course, there's always room that we can grow and, yep. and things we can do better. And then he started coming and playing with us at, uh, at Highland Park, and you've probably trained there yep. before. Mm-hmm. And we play there all the time. And one of my favorite things to do, which I need to do soon, is there's a high school on the south side of Chattanooga called Howard, and it's predominantly um, a Hispanic school, and that's how that area kind of is. And if you come to HBC on, like, Tuesdays and other days when people are playing pickup, a lot of those kids play for that high school. Mm-hmm. So I like to go watch their games Good. sometimes and like recognize the kids yeah, exactly. that like meg me and make me look stupid, go meg some other kids in high school and make them look stupid. So it, it is awesome. The the community based thing is yeah, it's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Who's your uh who's your favorite soccer player growing up? Ooh. I mean, I was just like any other kid, probably Cristiano Ronaldo. I yeah. didn't want to be him or Messi, but I mean to be honest, I didn't watch soccer that much growing up. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like my brother and my dad, it was football, baseball. Okay. So, but I mean, I'd watch YouTube videos of Ronaldo in his prime. I mean, he's still a beast now, but. I still go back and watch yeah, those videos. Him in his prime was just. Watch him all the time. He's unstoppable. Uh-huh. So. YouTube and FIFA. Yeah, dude. It's like the number one fixes, the way, ways in kids in the U.S. get fixes of soccer before NBC mm-hmm. Sports and being. Yeah. FIFA is why I'm as big of a soccer fan as I am. Uh, I'm not a fan of FIFA. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> maybe because I'm not good. I mean, I've known a couple of buddies I play against. Neither is Jay, so. Yeah, Embarrass me. So I'm and now I play on the up. Switch, so I'm even worse because they suck. Like, the game on the Switch just sucks. It's not even fun, so. Been, so, play, been playing a lot of golf, 2K21, ooh, which is a lot of fun. I love golf. <laughs> a golf video game. Dude, it. You go through you go through eighteen holes in twenty minutes, I mean, that's you know, not that twenty bad. to twenty five minutes. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna play three courses. You can't, you can't drink though, or drive a golf cart. Uh, you can't drive a golf cart. I mean, we could probably make those happen, but you can drink. That'd be great. Just dri- drive a little mini golf cart around <laughs> your backyard and then take shots before every uh, yeah. before every hole. Um, so what in a CFC jersey, and maybe in the past as well, if you have multiple that kind of like stick with you, uh, what number do you wear? And is there a particular reason that you wear that number? Um, my go-to number is probably 24. Uh, obviously, Soren had that last year, but since he's not here, uh, I got it this year. But um, I think 24, probably just because my, that was my dad's favorite number. Mm-hmm. He was a big fan of NASCAR, so he okay. loved Jeff Gordon. There you go. And then once I was a kid, I kind of just, 24 was kind of just my number. And then there's no really other reason besides that, to be honest. Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Who was, in a, who was another 24? 24, Kobe, right? Uh-huh. 24 and 8. Yep. There you go. One better than Jordan. <laughs> so uh, what? <laughs> this is a great question. Um, what position do you play? Uh, a f- number nine, center striker. Okay. Yeah. That's your like preferred position? Yeah, that's why I grew up playing striker. So give a rundown for everybody. What other positions do you also play? Uh, so last year... Um, I don't think I ever played striker last year. So um, after preseason coming in, I was the number 10. Mm -hmm. I played with Juan. And then I kind of 
kept going backwards, and then it was a six and an eight. And then this year, I've already played center back. And then even last year, within the two games after the bubbled exhibition games, I was the backup goalie. There you go. Yeah. Did you play wing at all? Um, I would in practice. I'd play. I know one game I played wing probably for about ten minutes, and then coach made another sub. But he wherever Fuller needs me, he'd go. Yeah, I'm just there. Um, I remember it was it was. It wasn't preseason. It was before what was supposed to have been the Michigan Stars game that was canceled. And we met, uh, it was Breezy and I, we met Coach Bill um, at Clyde's. And he's like, you you guys are going to love this Hoff kid. Um, He plays every position. Um, I don't even know if he he wants to, but he just does it. Um, So you'll see that and you'll love him. And sure enough. Yeah, it it was, I mean, it was, it was funny. Just looking back and just knowing, like, coming out of college, I was a striker, and then I never played that position last year. Really. Yeah. That's I mean, hilarious. I'd, I'd go for, like, 10 minutes, and then Fuller would be like, you're back in the middle. So. <laughs> it's, But also, at this level, like, at that having a utility player is so valuable. So if you want playing time, and this goes for everybody um, listening to this, if you want playing time, like, make yourself valuable and – like play wherever t- take yeah, a lesson exactly. from Hoff. it may be inconvenient but you'll be on the field yeah for sure just love ball like that's one what's one thing like like kids always talk to like some these younger kids that i know that are both that are both really good one plays for Hickson high school now and he's a cfc academy kid he would always be like i just want to play striker and i'd be like he's like i just love scoring goals and i was like do you love scoring goals or do you love playing soccer and he was mm-hmm. like oh and he was like, I love playing soccer. And I was like, well, then you should play wherever because you get to play. Mm-hmm. And now I'm pretty sure he's playing like, he's playing like a wing role, I think, in high school, doing really well. But you got to love, you just got to love the game and play wherever. Exactly. And it's, it's obviously that, obviously that's, uh, that's what you do. So let's rewind the clock a little bit. And you talked about this. So not only did you, have to live through a quarantine, but you had your, your positive test and then a bunch of other positives that probably weren't that and your nose injury. So you had a lot of time off. So think like going through cor- the quarantine plus all of that time, like how did you, um, like how'd you spend your free time? Um, well, basically when I got good thing with quarantine, I'm from Florida. So, I mean, I went back to the beaches and everything. COVID didn't exist in Florida. Yeah, It It never existed, especially South Florida. It's different in Florida, but I mean, uh, with my girlfriend being from Jacksonville too, I mean, we're going back and forth, but I mean, most of my free time was just fishing. Mm -hmm. I love fishing. Nice. Where do you fish or where, like down there, where did you fish? I mean, I just usually I'd, uh, beach fish and then go on the piers a little bit, but I mean, anything saltwater is better than freshwater here. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I fish in the flats. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I, I go to the Big Bend. I'm, I'm going in a few weeks, and I'm uh, trying to catch, like, redfish, oh, do some other stuff fish, like that. So. The fishing's getting so hot right now. But, yeah, it's – I'd be fishing, and then if I wasn't fishing, once the golf course is open, I was golfing. Dude, that's that's hilarious. And I know – have you fished with Reddington at all? No, nope. Well, I've heard many stories. Him and I <laughs> him and I are always sending each other stuff about fishing because he has, like, this little boat that he has, and then I've got a, I've got a fishing kayak. that I, I do, I do like, random jug days here and just, like, rip, like, 30 catfish out of the lake, but I don't really, like, have patience for anything uh, freshwater. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we should all go sometime. There's some cool places around here, especially if you, like – 
Have you ever, do you know what jugging is? Mm-mm. I'll show you some redneck shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's essentially you take a milk jug and you empty it and you tie a string to it with a treble hook with the grossest stuff you can find on it. I used to use chaw, but you can use like cat food, like all kinds of stuff. And then you just like row along and you just drop it in the water here, drop some in the water here, over here. And then by the time you're done dropping them all, you turn around and they're all going bloop, bloop, oh, wow. and like pull them. And then you just go up and rip them out and there's catfish on the end of the line. So we'll have to go do that sometime. Yes, for sure. Sorry, I got off on a tangent about jugging. <laughs> no, there, there you go. <laughs> I guess go noodling while you're at it. Too. Oh no, I'm I've, not, heard, I've heard about that. Not okay. that brave. <laughs> um, did you? So you, you said, uh, did you? Did you come back like during quarantine at all and work out here? Or did you stay? You stayed home I in stayed between home. there. Yeah, yeah I would have done the same, man. Yeah, just. I mean, I I love it here, but nothing beats training on the beach and running by the beach. It was just, yeah. I mean, every day was beautiful. So. So how did, how did you stay fit? Um, but I guess as fit as possible. I would I would just run. I mean, coach sent us some packets, some workout packets. So I do those. But I was basically in the quarantine was focusing on nutrition. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the biggest thing because uh, obviously you're quarantined and when you get bored you get hungry. So I was mm-hmm. being disciplined enough to stay on a kind of strict diet, but still get my runs in as well. Yeah, no, I mean it makes sense. I'm struggling with that right now. Like, I'm on the five, worst. Five diet. weeks, five weeks post op. Um, I didn't. I have not been taking my nutrition seriously enough, and my midsection is a uh, is a uh, hurting. Showing. So, um, <laughs> do you watch? Do you watch very much TV, Netflix, anything like that? No, not at all. I'm a big just YouTube guy. I don't yeah. know why. Just same, bro. Yeah. What do you want? What? So, what? What are your go tos on YouTube? Um. It's most of them is fishing videos, to be honest. There you I, go. I don't know why. Just something about fishing videos. Just it's just fun to watch. Dude, I we, love we, YouTube. We we can probably exchange some links. Yeah, I sure. watch skiffing fishing videos, like skiff fishing videos yeah. all the time, where people go in like the um, Everglades, like, and they're on skiffs, so it's like these small boats that you can use paddles on, getting these like real like nooks and crannies. Yeah. It gets nerdy. Like fishing gets nerdy For pretty sure. fast. So. What else, What besides fishing? Anything sports related? You ever watch F two? The F two freestylers. Yeah, yeah. I, I watch. I watch them a little. Even like, like I said, even though I play soccer, I watch like, I've watched disc golf. Mm-hmm. I've grown up playing that, so I watch professional disc golf. Professional. I watch golf videos. I, it's always like, I'll click on one. It'll be like the top ten shots of disc golf. And then I'll go. A random video will be like, oh, Tiger Woods' best 15 shots. Then I'll click on that one. And then it just, I <laughs> that mean, one's I, amazing. Yeah. Then it just goes off track. But usually it's, I mean, it's just sports and then fishing and then even sometimes like some video game stuff. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it can my, be random. My rabbit holes recently, and I think it's just because I can't work out and I want to work out. I've just been watching like CrossFit videos oh, yes. and like going back and rewatching <laughs> old CrossFit games and stuff like that. That's hilarious. We're so different. I've gotten deep, bro. I've been watching wood spinning videos. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. We take a chisel. How'd you <laughs> get into wood spinning videos? After doing a lot of woodworking, I got a lathe. So I've been making rings and like different objects that you can spin and like shave wood down into. Dude, I swear if you, if you're stressed out, go watch wood spinning videos on YouTube it's so therapeutic. It's uh-huh. hilarious. Because they'll make they'll just take mounds of stuff, and it's like this raggedy-looking thing, and by the end of it, it's a polished face. And it's like, uh, it's just, it's incredible. Sorry, that's another go. tangent. Are you going to talk about, like, whittling next or something? I may. Depends on how deep we get. 
so I've got we got some miscellaneous questions for you. So we'll just kind of hop around on topics a little okay. bit. But so how are you? How are you digging the uh, the new apartments for They're this nice. year? Uh, nice are, commute. Yeah, it's oh man, it's so nice just to get up and just walk to practice. <laughs> right, I'm just, sure. Yeah, like I mean, I've been here a month and I've probably filled my car up once. That's perfect. Yeah, it, I mean, I love it. I would uh, I would not stop eating the buffalo chicken wrap from CBC mm-hmm. if I lived at the Henry Lofts. See, I've never gone there for food. Really? Nope. Never been CBC or Southside for food. And I, I don't really go to Southside for food either. But. I don't. I've I've went to South. I've been to Southside a couple of times. I go to Southside like to when, forget Southside. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all went. I think it was for dude's someone's birthday. I think it was Santi's birthday, but um, I went. I went over there, and then one time for a work occasion, and we we ate, and the food actually was was pretty decent. Pretty decent. Yeah, and even it was though, nice. Even being though it's in a there. wise establishment. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> it was. It wasn't bad though. Um, so, jean jackets, yay or nay? Um, that's a nay for me. Oh, come um, on, bro. I mean, I don't dislike them. It's just you won't catch me wearing one. <laughs> I don't Same. mind them. If, if you can pull it off, you're probably yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. Like if you can, if that's your style, then that's your style. I'm not gonna hate on it, but you'll never see me wearing one. What do you think about people who wear double denim? The t- Canadian tuxedo. Are you like, oh, well, that person's cool, or are you like, oh, right, well, that person's psycho? I mean, it's it's their style. I'll just, I mean, humble. Yeah, I'll just. Yeah, I mean, if they're happy, they're happy. But Cam, Cam and Kyle are shaking their heads hard right now. Oh, I know Kyle is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so this is uh, one of the most important questions um, on the podcast, and I say it every time. I need to go back and tally them. We do. How, we really do. Yeah. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I've never had it. So Smart. I wouldn't know, but I mean, I've so you're a new, are you a neutral or are you like don't want to try it? Um, I think I'm a neutral. I would try it, but it, to be honest, it, it doesn't feel right. But amen. I'm just a pepperoni guy, but I mean, who knows? It could be really good. That's so funny. It's not though, so you're not missing. So anything. the yeah, there's a there's a split here. I think Breezy and I like it, and then him and Matt don't. Yeah. So yeah, I What's knew it? I knew as soon as your second part to that answer, <laughs> Smitty's like, yeah, that's a no. <laughs> there's no chance. What What's the I, we know your answer, but for those that that don't know what your answer will be, what's the best pizza in Chattanooga? I mean, you guys know my answer is gonna be pizza bros for yeah. sure well have you have you had other pizza in chattanooga i had goodfellas okay goodfellas wasn't bad i haven't been there yet yeah I, goodfellas is it it's not terrible yeah there are there are places in chattanooga that are local places that are like super good like pizza bros yeah. mm-hmm. pizza cortile then there's loopies which is what i turn everybody to that's one of my favorites and then there's what's the one community pie mm-hmm. there's some good ones and oh. they're all different all of them so what um, how do you drink your coffee? I don't drink coffee. I'm My a, dog, yeah, I'm same. A, I'm an energy drink guy. Okay. Yep. What what what's your what's your uh, drug of choice for energy drinks? Drug of um, choice. It'd probably be three Ds. I don't know if you've heard of them. I'm not. Yeah, it's it's a fitness dude. I've been watching uh, for a while now. It's his drinks. Okay. Or I'll drink. Who is it? Uh, Christian Guzman. Okay. Yeah, he's big and his company's like Alpha Lead. It's huge, but it's either that or the just OG bangs. I'll drink a bang. Dude, the there. bangs, man. I've never been a fan. Have you ever seen their CEO? Yeah, Jack. Yeah, he's dude, insane, he's insane. Man. He's cr- cringy, man. Incredible. <laughs> he has cringes 
accurate. But dude, marketing genius. Oh, he is. I will never drink them just because of how cringy the social oh, media is. God. And they have something called super creatine in it, and that scares the shit out of me. I love how you said that you're a energy drink guy because I am too, and I I drink like a, a straight Red Bull. So I'm poisoning myself. But I love because people are like, oh, you don't drink coffee. Are you healthy? You drink water? I'm like, no, I drink literal poison. Yeah. <laughs> I drink something worse. Um, seltzer, on- seltzer or beer? Yeah. Ooh. I'd probably say beer for that one. Beer. What's uh, what's your go-to beer? Are High Noons beer or are High Noons seltzers, are they different? Do you know? We were talking what about What are those. High Noons? Dude, High Noons are the nectar of the soccer gods this past Saturday for me. <laughs> okay. No, they're really good. I think they're like. Tell me ju- more. I think they're more. I think they're more juice based. Yeah, it's like kind of like kind of like the swells. Okay, but but more. Yeah, it's vodka. I, th- I think right. I, yeah, I would I would take those over anything. But for beer, it'd be Ultra or Bud Light or Bush Light. Dude, you like to fish and you drink Ultra, man. We could be friends. <laughs> That's my that is my drink of choice yeah. when I'm uh, when I'm fishing. Because you know what, you can just turn an Ultra up, shotgun that thing. And yeah. You can, three. dude. Ultras are down the hatch kind of beers, man. That's uh, that's me in a nutshell right there, though. <laughs> um, so I mentioned drinking um, while fishing. If you had a boat, what would you name it? This is one of my favorite new questions. I still don't have an answer for this myself. Um, a boat. I'd probably name it Real Salty. Real Salty. Yeah. Why? Just because I love saltwater fishing, and then, I mean, just... It's a good name. Real salty. If, yeah, even if I was, like, the fishing tournaments and win, everyone's uh-huh. just real salty. I don't know That's so good. Do you, have you ever seen the picture that Shaq posted after he got a yacht, and he said, what should I name it? And his son commented on it, the top comment, and it says, you should name it Free, free Throw. Cause you'll never sink it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, when you're in fishing tournaments, you're you're, like... Fish catching celebration can be just like uh, a salt bay. bay. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Or shaking a salt shaker or something. Uh, what's the best purchase you've made in the last year? Hundred dollars or less is what we put the maximum. Hundred dollars. Ooh, hundred dollars or less. That's a tough one. Um, Mick Mick Ultras and some fishing poles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the last year, it'd probably be, I mean, besides clothes, it'd probably just be fishing gear when I'm back home. Yeah. I bought a, a lot just because I couldn't do anything besides fish, but... What was, like, your best fishing purchase? Um, I actually got a used, I got a new reel, but it was used, mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, it was one of the buddies' bait shops he works at, mm-hmm. so he kind of got it for me. Nice. He got me a good oh, that's deal, cool. so... Nice. Jay, what is... So, we haven't, we haven't talked about this at all. What is your best purchase in the last year of under a hundred dollars dude um i'm probably gonna say my router table i bought a router table which is for a router which is for woodworking Mm -hmm. and so i've been able to make a few things um using that i'd say it's it's either that or my uh, hammer drill i know it's two it's two tool related things but i've been using them a hammer did you get a hammer drill for under a hundred dollars yeah, I got. Well, yeah, I bought it used from the custom oh, shop Lord. next door. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was. Saying, uh, those are not. Cheap. No, no. Yeah, I bought it for like fifty bucks. It was a Makita. I, lo- I love it though. What about you? So, 
this is bit i've got an impact drill that it's like the greatest thing ever so it was probably under a hundred dollars, but my my favorite purchase in the last year was one that I made recently, and I got a scraper because um, I'm doing so much PT. Um, my quads are always sore, my IT bands, calves, everything sore. So I got a metal scraper, yeah. So I can just like lotion up and just go. Is to that town. like a gua sha or whatever kind of? I don't of? know, dude. It it like gets all the fascia and dude, works out everything like the, it's uh, incredible it hurts yeah it's amazing you're not a, fa- you're not a fan not a, of it i'm not a fan some of the players did it last year on their hammies uh-huh. and it just paid full i hate foam rolling with dude, a passion well, but like if you don't foam roll if you've never done it before and you get on it you're like oh. uh-huh. like the the feeling you get when you real oh my body can do that yeah it feels so good yeah what you're done so i like i like doing the scraper dude instead. if you if you're looking for some relief this is so off topic and we need to move on to the next question before i ran this into the ground have you ever laid on a pressure mat or an acupressure mat Mm-mm. or stood on one that's that okay that may be my best purchase actually for under a hundred dollars that's the most i stand on one every night and it's like i'll, I'll have to show it to you it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of different like um, pointy pieces going up and they hit every pressure point possible in your foot. Ooh. And so it sucks while you stand on it. You get used to it after a while, but when you get off of it, it's like you had a thousand balloons from your ankles to your thighs and now they're all popped. Oh, that's so nice. That's it's awesome. A, it's amazing. Yeah. I fall asleep like instantaneously after I get off of it. It's amazing. That's so good for your feet. Yeah. We'll put uh, links in the bio for, uh, <laughs> for all of our favorite purchases. I'm just kidding. Jay's uh, side-eyeing me yeah. right now. <laughs> so what's it like playing for Coach Fuller? I love it. Yeah. Um, when I first met him, I mean, I was a little nervous just because it's just Coach Fuller. But when you get to know the guy, he's awesome. He's, I love having conversations with him. And he's more like – yeah, he's our coach, but he's also a really good friend. Mm-hmm. So on and off the field, if you need something, you can always text him and he's right there. Yeah. But playing for him, is, I mean, I love it. And wherever he needs me, obviously you saw last year, right. I'll, I'll, I'll play it for him. So I mean, and just in the in the, in the the Louisville game. Yeah. yeah, I went from the middle to the front to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so funny too. Now that people have are getting to watch this documentary, they're getting so much perspective on – playing for somebody like Fuller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I told him that every time I hear him talk in those, I just want to ram my head through a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Just just run his halftime speeches, it. dude. They're incredible. Yeah. yeah they, do, do, so I know those don't work for everybody. How do, how do they, how do they work on you? They, they fire me up just cause I know it's like, it's real. Like the energy he brings behind those speeches is like, it's, it's game time. It's go time. And I love it. I mean, I've always been into like motivational stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, when it's your coach talking to you one on one or just to the team like that, you obviously want to go to war for him. Yeah, so I, for sure. I mean, I love it. That's sick. What are what are his training sessions like? Oh, they're good. Um, I mean, obviously now we're just working on different things before we get in the bubble. But I mean, all of them are good. Uh, expects high intensity, so mm-hmm. you're you're gonna put in the work. But I mean, it's it's worth it. And like I said, he if you have any issues, he's not gonna be mad at you that you have to step out. Like, mm-hmm. he understands, like, the sessions are hard. I'm playing on Finley, and it's turf. Like, some people's bodies are going to hurt after a while. But, I mean, I love them. And they're just – the intensity is really is really good. Yeah. Are they are they hard and intense from a tactical perspective or from a fitness perspective? Um, I would say it's, like, both right now. Yeah. Um, obviously, when we first got here, it was more defensively. It was, I mean, 
defense wins games. You hear that mm-hmm. a lot from different coaches. So we were focusing on defense. But now that we're getting more into the attacking side, it's it's some of the drills we were doing last week involved a lot of fitness. But it wasn't just get on the line. It was we're playing with the ball, doing a fitness, and okay. we're having chance. We're going at goal instead of. Like the first two weeks, it was 1v1s, 2v2s, 3v3s, and then it's just more defensive shape. Now it's more, let's go out the goals and obviously capitalize on the game. So it's it's been a good balance of both. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I'm going to piggyback two questions together. So the first one is, how do you get in your cardio work? AKA, do you run on a treadmill? Do you like to run on turf? Do you like to run on grass or the road? And then when you're doing that, or working out in general... Do you listen to music or a podcast or anything? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I used to hate the treadmill growing up, but I mean, within the last couple of years, I love it. And then I don't know if you've heard of the John Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the treadmill. That's, that's the best. Yeah. I mean, if like he says, if you can do that and do what he does, you're, you're going to be fit. So me, Cutler, my roommates, we've talked about it before and I was doing it. I had a treadmill because I went to my sister's house, so I had one for about two weeks. I was doing that. And I don't mind treadmills because you can obviously do high-intensity training. You can just step off and then get back on and keep going. But it's either that or just go to an upper field and run mm-hmm. suicides. But I would say the least has got to be turf. It's just turf is so hard on your bones and stuff. But Yeah, for sure. Anything, like, I don't mind treadmill or running in grass. And do you listen to music or... Any podcasts while you do it? Uh, on the treadmill, usually I will listen to podcasts. Um, but sometimes I'll just, if I'm in the mood, I'll just put some rock music on and just go after it. So the important thing is that you <laughs> listen to something. Yeah. Yeah. You're not we, one of those psychos no. that listens to the thoughts in the yeah, head. Yeah, we have, we have this running theme here where we know one person who used to play for CFC named Caleb Cole. Shout out. doesn't listen to anything while he works out. Yes, yeah. I don't know. Music how. makes you weak. Direct quote. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I don't. I mean, you gotta have something that fires you up, whether it's rap. I mean, some people listen to country, but and dude, I can't mow the grass without listening to some yeah. kind of music. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we wake up in our apartment, and then Alec McKinley's already playing music. So yeah, I mean, you. I don't know how people do that. That's they're on a mission for something crazy, or they're just. Weird. Insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just bona fide psychopaths. I, I get it, We though. walk around them all the time. I like <laughs> to set weird challenges for myself to, like, overcome something. Like, if I'm going through, I'm drinking too much soda or something like that, I'm like, okay, next 30 days, I'm drinking nothing but water or something. It might be a little bit miserable, but you just want to overcome it. Yep, that's true. So I get it. What I is, guess. uh, do you, do you have any soccer superstitions? No, not really. Not at all, actually. You have a clean conscience. Yeah. I have like 40. So, I even I even went through something today. I played a game of FIFA and then like City played today and I was like they're going to lose cuz I lost. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> That's where my brain goes, dude. I don't have any depression that goes with that otherwise it would be crippling, but like that's where my brain goes immediately. It's like, well, why what how was that a thing? I, I played basketball growing up um my whole my whole life. So, and I could never end practice shooting session shooting in the backyard game anything i could never end um on a missed shot always had to leave the court with a made shot yeah or i wouldn't leave um so what's your what's your favorite pregame meal especially for the night games would have to be spaghetti yeah yeah and the night before it just 
the carbs. Carb load man, up. Just yeah. the carbs, yeah. Chicken Alfredo, something with carbs in a lot of it. Nice. What's your favorite post-game meal? Ooh. Um, Smitty and mine's cookout. Cookout. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> and breezy, man. There's nothing, there's nothing like, <laughs> like playing a game and going to cookout. And, get, like, and getting, no matter what you get, you get a corn dog on the side. At least that's for me. I'd nah, probably but. say it's got to be Chipotle. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, a good bowl after a game. Bro. I know. True. I, True. I, I have I have a bowl ready for after this podcast. Yes. So I get it. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, it's, oh, it's just it's so good. So much food. Um, what What's your favorite beer at CBC? <sighs> to be honest, I've only been there once, and I don't even remember what I was drinking. So I I wouldn't know. Are you a heavy, do you like heavy beers at all? No, I'm more of a light guy. Gotcha. The well, faultless. The faultless. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna tell you my favorite, but. It's, what? it's, it's, it's the chestnut brown. Yeah. It's a little bit heavier. That's good. It's solid though. It's smooth. You can't turn it back though. Like you can just rip through a faultless. Yeah, it's true. And it's true. I mean, I can. Which is great for pregame. Yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, I just, I don't choose to do that with chestnut brown because I've had one too many times where I have done that. Yeah. We had, I mean, we had our end of the year party there and they gave us some stuff and I remember it was, it was pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Was, it was, it was all right. Yeah. The, it got a lot of people forgetting what was going on, but it, it will. Yeah. Um, I one of the I wish there was like video of this uh this po- uh postseason uh party because I've heard some. Yeah. No, I haven't heard stories. I've just heard that there are stories. I, I um, wouldn't. Uh, I'm one of them. I wouldn't remember the stories. <laughs> there's a yeah. There, I don't yeah. think most people yeah. remember what the stories are. That's amazing. Um, so we're gonna go to some teammate related questions. So you don't play FIFA, but in your opinion, who's the best FIFA player on the team? Last year, I definitely know it was KJ. I've heard crazy stories, but I feel like this year. I'm trying to think who I watched last year. I feel like if he played, it'd probably be, I don't know, for some reason, Topher. Topher Marshall. He's just a, I mean, he's a character. I feel like he'd just be good. Mm-hmm. Him or, I know Nick's good. Spielman. So. There you go. Spunky. Yeah. Shout out. He plays a lot, supposedly, I think. But other than Fortnite, he plays FIFA. So I would say Spiels or Topher. Okay. Who eats the most on the squad? I want to say Spiels. I was okay. gonna, I'm just going to call him out there. I, I mean, I don't know if he does, but I just, I mean, I love Spielman, so I'm going to say how Spiels. Ma- how many nicknames does Nick Spielman have? A uh, couple, especially if you're Cam. Cam <laughs> that's his, I mean, Cam's his best bud. I mean, it's every day Cam calls him something new, but Spunk, Spiels, Big country. Big country. Speed racers. Yeah, when Cam, yeah, Cam was on the podcast, he was making fun of Nick because he had a line shaved in his <laughs> yeah. head. Oh so he said he looked like a race car, and his new nickname now is Speed Racer. Here's so the, we, we sing that sometimes in the uh, in the stands. All like, well, I guess last year is like three of us standing over <laughs> there. But uh, yeah, it's great. Who's the best cook or chef on the team? Who's mm. who, Or who cooks the most? Uh, ooh. I know I cook a lot, but mine's just a basic chicken, rice, broccoli. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Rich probably cook up some. Yeah, good meals. I'm trying to eat some wine. of Rich's food because yeah. Rich came on and was talking about some of the stuff that he cooks for a pregame meal, and I'm like, I'm, 
I'll come over for a pregame meal. Sounds yeah, nice. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. I would say, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like Rich Juan probably cooks some great meals. Who's the fastest player on the team? Ooh. Um, this is a political question, too. <laughs> it feels like sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of people that go after it, but Marcano, it just depends. Like a 40-yard or 60 or 100, I don't know. Marcano's very quick. James is quick. Mm-hmm. Notice that? Yeah, he he's quick. He's quick he can, with the ball too. Because he that was he his can, that was his run before your goal on yep. against mm-hmm. Louisville, right? And I remember being like, okay, I like I yeah. love that because it was we've seen pace here before, but that was that was different. Yeah. It was awesome. Rich has got some speed to him. Um, I don't know. That's hard. For some reason, I want to say Marcano's got some speed. Yep. And then, like you guys said, James, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he killed it in the game. If you give him a step, you probably won't catch him. Yeah. Um, who are the cool kids that sit at the back of the bus? Spunk. Spielman. Yeah. yeah. I always I always sit middle of the front. I just like being there because when you get to eat and get off the bus, you're the first <laughs> one. Like, just, I hate being I get on the that. bus. What is, what is Spielman writing on the back of the seats? <laughs> That's... <laughs> Fuck Cam and all of his <laughs> <laughs> Just pictures of him like strangling Cam. Yeah. We we think Cam got a haircut. No, it's because uh, um, Nick came and snipped it off in the middle of the night or something. Ooh, dude, this question is going to be one of my favorites. Hold from on, now hold on. on. Who sits closest to Coach? Oh yeah, you're right. On the bus, who's a brown noser? And one's kind of ca- and one's captain, so you can't really say him. Yeah, I can't uh, say Juan or Rich. Yeah, I'd say those two are front. Uh, I feel like Reddington. Okay. He's always a brown nosing. Yeah. Come on, Red. <laughs> but I mean it it changes. I've been within a couple of seats of them, but I mean once I get on the bus, I'm I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just not a big fan of the bus. Who on the squad has better lettuce or hair? Which would be Beamit or Topher? <laughs> I'm taking Topher all day. Really? He's got a, he's got a nice flow. He does. I'm noticing that. I just saw it's it. impressive. I talked to him today at Sports Barn. He had his hat backwards. I was like, you take that soccer shirt off and go play baseball. Right. He looks just like a baseball player. He's <laughs> built like a baseball player. I was like, yeah. I mean, Bob take his hair any day over Brian Bowman. <laughs> see, 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 he has he has lettuce. Topher has lettuce. Beamant has uh, arugula. You know what I mean? It's a different kind of salad. Okay. Like, it's just unruly. It might be closer to kale. It might be closer to kale. Yeah, you're right. It's solid. I like it though, dude. How how much weight has Topher packed on in muscle in the off season, oh dude? I saw him walking on was it Chestnut that's right in front of the apartments. Yep. I saw him. He's probably walking back from the gym. He had on a sleeveless shirt, yep. headphones on, looked like he was walking to an IFBB stage. <laughs> it's it's crazy because I mean with Spielman too. When those two, because I know. Topher got signed with me when we had the invitational tryout. Mm-hmm. He was twig, man. Topher was so skinny. And then, obviously, Nick knows he had a couple pounds on him. But when we got back from quarantine, coming in that May, those two were just so different. I mean, Nick cut 30, 40 pounds off, and then Topher put on at least 15 pounds of muscle. So it was crazy. And then now you see Topher. That's nuts. I mean, every day after practice, shirt off, and he's just a <laughs> so wide, walk sideways your door. Dude, if I was built like him, I'd never wear a shirt. Yeah. Yep. Be joking. That's hilarious. Do you talk trash on the field? Are you a trash talker? Um, 
No, not really, actually. Um, I mean, if they start it, I'll start talking, but usually it's uh, no talking. I'll just, I mean, if, but I only talk to you if I know a player's getting chippy mm-hmm. or he's talking crap. I'll try to get into his head, but I mean, we are, there's a couple players on our team that, that do most of the talking. So Great. Goes right into our next yeah. question. Tell us more. Who? <laughs> that, I mean, the biggest trash talker, I feel like it's Spielman. Yeah. It's got to be Nick. I freaking love that. I'm going to concentrate on him one game and watch him do it. You, you have to because anytime anything ever happens on the field, the first person over it's, there is Nick. Spe- I noticed yeah. that I noticed that against Louisville. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. see next to him, it's Sean. Both yep. of them will talk mad crap. I love that. Yeah. Gotta Somebody puts that. a hard tackle on somebody. One of them is, is over yeah. there. One of them will be there for and sure. And talk about two imposing forces. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Both of them are huge. Yeah. Yep. Sean's a mon- His arms are huge. Uh, Breezy calls him a superhero. Yes. Um, what's the weirdest thing that anybody talking trash to you has ever said? I mean, I've heard some crazy stuff. But yeah, you don't have to get vulgar because yeah. I know, <laughs> I know it can get bad stuff. But like, it, I mean, people. What's the weirdest? It doesn't have like, to be yeah, the like the worst, but just weird. Like people say some weird stuff to get in your head. Like, dude, you look good today. You're looking cute and stuff like that. And you're just like, get off me! Like, get away yeah. from me! But it's just like they. That's how they do it. I mean, they're really not. That's a good it, tactic. The, yeah, those like, those people like, are insecure with themselves. God, you smell <laughs> great today. Yeah, like, you smell yeah, like on, great. on corner kicks and stuff like that. To be like, dude, you're you're built nice. You're like, what? Like, uh-huh. get away from me. And then it, <laughs> I mean, they're just trying to get in your head. It's it's some people. I mean, some of the crap talking is weird. I love talking shit. Like, me that's too. my favorite thing. I think that's the only reason I play. He makes he soccer. makes it weird too. Is I do. one time we were playing each other. And he, he like came up behind me, and my team had the balls five aside. So we're like, like, clo- <laughs> like I was whispering in his ear. And he, he goes, it got weird, but then it made sense. He goes, I can't wait to go home later. I'm going to take my pants off, and I'm going to empty my pockets and pull you out of it. <laughs> oh, you man. did not score a goal that game. I did too. Did you? Yeah, that was the I game. wasn't on the field. That that was the game of your... Oh, that was yeah. knee injury number two. Yeah. I did, I did, but I got knee injury number two on a... Uh, on a game saving block. So, so it's worth it. Yeah. Worth it. On, Ma- yeah. on Mario. Shout out Mario. Yeah. Game ended in a draw. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Well, we're going to move away from the soccer questions to our final list of questions, which are non soccer questions. And that was pretty obvious by the way I brought it up. <laughs> I mean, you, this, this is a non soccer question. So, but um, of, he did of air our, quotes of our, of our four co hosts on this pro, um, on this podcast, Half of us are are recovering from knee surgery. So for Matt and myself, what is your biggest advice, especially since you've recovered from some knee injuries as well? What's your biggest advice to us in our recovery process? Obviously stick with PT. I mean, my physical therapist was awesome. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, once you're cleared, it's getting under that bar for squats mm-hmm. is just getting your quads bigger your hammies bigger i mean that was my biggest thing my pt was like get under the bar and get your quads bigger because mm-hmm. obviously they're going to be so weak right and there's so many injuries that can happen if your quads and hammies aren't built yeah but like i mean biggest advice is just stick into the program and make sure you're hitting it and doing it consistently just stay consistent because some people i know some people even in college, you had injuries, and they just don't stay consistent, and mm-hmm. they just keep reoccurring. And it's like, 
that's your fault, man. You're just not staying disciplined. Yeah. I had a friend who I won't say his name on the podcast because he listens, <clears throat> and so does his wife. Uh, Shout just, out just had his fourth surgery. And that's rough. He every time I see him at HPC playing, and he's like, "Ah, it's good now." I'm like, dude, stop! And his brother and all of his friends are always like, "He's an idiot. I yeah. don't even try anymore." Um, what do you have? Any hidden talents? Mm, not besides really. cooking chicken and uh, broccoli. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I, I mean, I'm decent at every other sport I play. I'm, gotcha. I I love golf. Love disc golf. Play beach volleyball. I mean, any other sport you name it, I'll play it. What sport outside of soccer are you the best at? Probably baseball. Okay. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite though? Would it be baseball or would nope. it be? I mean, baseball growing up, yeah. But once I got older, golf any day. Gotcha. I mean, I love golf. What position do you play in baseball? Shortstop, third base. There you go. Yep. I played second base. Did you? I, yeah. I loved it. Oh man, I miss it. I was a catcher. I was left-handed, so. Oh, of There's only a few places to put you. <laughs> That's true. Um, so what is your favorite spot in Chattanooga for a date? Ooh. Um, and you can't say Pizza Bros? Uh, <laughs> or Dos Bros or Chipotle or any of those. <laughs> uh, um, the best spot like me and my girl went to that we just loved was Taco Mamacita mm-hmm. before quarantine. That place was so yeah. good. Taco Mama's Fire. Yeah. My which, wife and I get it all the time. What's your favorite taco there? The No Way Jose. Yes. No Way Jose. Yes. I get I get two No Way Jose's and a Cali Club taco, yeah. and then I'm I'm golden. Yeah. My, my favorite's the Sloppy Jose. Yeah. Ooh. It's great. What about spot in Chattanooga just to chill? Like either, you know, going outside to chill or um, getting away from the apartment for a little bit? I mean, we did this yesterday. It's probably the most common. Just the walking bridge is so cool. Yeah. It's neat. Uh-huh. We'll go there. Um, especially yesterday, we were just bored inside. We're like, let's just go walk the bridge. It's a short uh-huh. drive. And then if we're, like, usually some Sundays, and then if we know the sunset's going to be good, it's obviously Sunset Rock. For we'll sure. Go, we'll go there a lot, and it's cool. But when, you, when you can get a parking spot, it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That, the nobody really talks about it, but the bridge, the walking bridge, is one of the coolest places in town to catch a sunrise. Is it? Yeah, because it comes over the river, like on the other side of town, and then normally there's not a soul on the bridge, so it's just it's kind of weird. It's it's awesome. I do it all the time. So, so in Chattanooga, what do you like to do with your, with your free time? Um, besides soccer, it'd be going to the gym, the sports barn, and then I've been playing uh, disc golf. Okay. Yeah, recently. Where are you playing at? Uh, I'll go to the sinks. Okay. By Grimes, I'll go. I haven't taken Cutler and Alec there, but my girlfriend doesn't mind playing disc golf, so she'll go with me. Mm-hmm. And then when I had my clubs, it was obviously going to Moxon Bin and golfing. Dude, hit me up soon. I, I just got a bag um, for, for disc golf. Okay. You yeah. have a friend who's a professional who lives literally right down the road here, plays all over, and I went to his house, and I was just hanging out, and I expressed to him, man, I kind of want to play because my friends that live down the street and I throw the Frisbee all the time. And he was like, "Oh, let me put a bag together." He was like, "Give me, give me twenty bucks." And he like, he, "I have fifteen discs, see, that's like crazy. of all kinds of stuff." He had shelves, and he was like, "That's nuts." He was like, "It's kind of a problem." So yeah. his wife was like, "Yeah, sell them to him. Get them out of here, please." So, so Sean, you're 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 super in shape. What's your current workout regimen? What are you focused on? Uh, so I do splits. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously Mondays, uh. After region, it's going to be my leg days. Mm-hmm. And then 
Tuesdays we do the gym with Rich and Juan, and then Wednesdays is going to be your push, and then Fridays going to be your pull. But obviously, if we have a game Saturday, I kind of make sure I'm not doing too much. But as of right now, with two days, and it was preseason, it was just a crazy split. But once we get into the actual season, I'll probably switch some up. Mm-hmm. What in Chattanooga have you not done yet that you want to do? Uh, the whitewater rafting. Oh, you yes. want to go to the Akoi? Yeah. yeah. So good. I Let's, heard it's so I need fun. to run a trip. I, I used to guide there. Oh, yeah, I got it on a bunch of rivers. I, I need to I need to get a boat full of people who want to go soon because oh. I, I can take us down the Akoi, and I, I have friends who can do it too if we want to do multiple uh, multiple runs. I can do it like this time next year. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I'll go. You would, yeah, it's not it's not good with a <clears throat> with any kind of knee injury because mm-hmm. you have to sink your feet into the raft mm-hmm. to get a hold of it, and I've seen people thrown from the raft, but their leg stays in the raft, Ooh. and then yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. What do you th- what do you think of Rock City? It's cool. It's different. Um accurate. Yeah, it's yeah, accurate. <laughs> real talk, real talk. Rock City is my favorite place to go. Is it? Yes. I go at least once a year plus I go whenever they do the Christmas lights okay. as well. Christmas lights is a definite reason to go. One of my favorite things about Rock City is because it is the barns. See Rock City, you know, that people paint on the side of the interstate. Whenever I make a gingerbread house, I always do a Sea Rock City mm-hmm. gingerbread house at Christmas. We've got one more question for you. So if a movie was made about your life, who would you want to play you? Ooh. Um, dang, that's a good question. Uh who would I want to play me? I don't know. I want to say uh, Adam Sandler just because he's a character, but he's not like a a visual reputation. Like <laughs> they very, very. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I, I don't know. Like, hey, Adam Sandler is pretty cold at basketball, though. I don't know. If he's he is. Social media. He is, man. <laughs> yes. He is. Um, I don't know. I would have to think about that. Uh, there's there's so many out there, um, but I mean I I honestly don't know right now. I don't know yeah. either. I don't know actually. Jason Statham. Okay, that would be mine. Never thought about He'd that. He'd have before. to wear a wig. He would be. He or he would. Yeah. Well, cool man. I appreciate you so much for uh, coming on and hanging out with us. I'm sure this won't be the last time. Oh, yeah. So the way we end every podcast is we go through social media stuff. So if you want to. Tell people how to find you on social media. Um, how can they do that? Oh yeah, so I don't. Have, I've never been on Twitter, uh, but my smart. Aunt, yeah, very I've, smart. I've heard some crazy stories, and I'd be on that forever if I got it. But I mean, Facebook, Sean Hofstetter, and then my Instagram's just at Sean Hoff twenty four. Perfect. Yeah. There what about go. you? I am at a Smitty Nose on Instagram. I don't gotcha. do Twitter anymore. You don't do, you don't do Twitter at it, all? It, it, no, man. Uh, no. I, I mean, my boys do Twitter, and they send me. Just, I don't, I don't know, man. Just social media in general is just getting pretty wild with everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I just get an argument with Detroit fans, and then I have no ground. I have no leg to step stand on because they always win. So, except when we play them, so that like that's the key. We just need to play them in a championship game, and we'll yep. it'll be easy money. Yeah, that's true. Well, I hate them, as always. And I am on Instagram at Letter J or on Instagram at the Section 109 Podcast, as well as on Twitter at the Section 109 Pod. 
And you can see Sean very soon yes. in the Nisa Legends Cup starting April the 13th in Chattanooga. In Chattanooga. Let's that's the go. LA Force. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Super excited for that. All right, hope everyone decides to go to that game because you should. See ya. Peace. Peace.